This is a HeadGum Podcast. Good morning, Holy Spirit. It's me. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. And boo-boo, today, Heavenly Father, I need you. Like, I really, 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 really need you because I'm triggered and I'm upset and I feel justified. But just because I feel justified doesn't mean that I get to lash out. And so Holy Spirit asks for grace to breathe and to relinquish all right, anger, foolishness, triggery, everything. I just surrender it to the throne right now, Holy Spirit. So I can have a free heart, a free heart to speak from a place of love, a place to receive your love, a place so I can pour out your love upon others. So I can have a spirit of joy, so I can laugh and not let the devil suck the joy out of my life. Cause I need it, okay? Cause we all stuck in the house and we need joy. So Holy Spirit, everybody who is under the sound of my voice that needs just a little extra, Holy Ghost, we ask for the ability just to rest in your arms, the Psalms 91, because you love us. And we say thank you. Thank you. And we thank you for a good, blessed day. Amen. Amen. legendary children the time has come for what you to make her story miss mother rue has said uh <laughs> we want your audition tapes so send them in and so a lot of people have been hitting me up and been like mo like sis like what do i do because um <gasps> i want to get on this show and so this is what i would tell you i would tell you this beloved one don't try to go trying to be somebody else, right? Don't send them you trying to perform, trying to be that girl that you're not, okay? Because she can see right through that. Production can see right through that, okay? And I'm just letting you know, after being in Hollywood, you can see right through the fluff, sis. Be like, that's not authentic. That's not even you. And if you act in sis, you're not even selling it, okay? So be your most authentic self. I'm going to tell you that RuPaul hates uh, when people are like, ooh, bitch, I'll cut that bitch. Uh-huh, girl. No, no sis, because that's called what? A liability, and that's his money, okay? So don't do that. Um, but we... You may be the it, you know, it person in your city audition, or you might just be, you know what, I just want to do something fun and different, girl, and I've been locked in the house and I want to try it. So when you are applying, know that one, that this will shift your destiny, this will shift your life, this will realign you. Um, so two, uh, be prepared for everything that is coming. Know that this is not just... Uh, you signing up to be on a competition so so you can go really tour around the world. But as the song says, this is the beginning of the rest of your life, okay? So here you go. So audition, be your most authentic self. Be funny, okay? This is TV, girl, okay? You should be able to narrate. You may not be as good as me, but, you know, that's fine. You know, I did get them an Emmy, which is facts. But, okay, girl, just be your most authentic self. Be funny, okay? If you're not a comedy queen, watch comedy people, okay? And I'm going to tell you this. Also, now, I'm going to just keep it real. If you are white and you own only do the black scent, hey girl, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, then I'm not going to look at you as funny. I'm going to tell you to go study Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, Roseanne before she said the Trump shit. Um, and you know, just boom, watch other entertainers. Kevin Hart, I love Cat Williams, girl, slap a pimp ham down, you know, all of that funnishness, uh, all of that funniness. 
Um, but just study up on it. Study Drag Race. Study what works. Study what doesn't work. This is season 14. Don't be going up there in a leotard. I'm so sorry. Okay? I'm so, so sorry. And if that's all you have, okay, lovely. I've been there, but I was on season 10, you know, when they that was a second year on VH1, sis. So this is going to be the third, fourth, fifth year, whatever, sis. You got to look the part, okay? You, Because here you go. Once you get the phone call, you're no longer going as the it entertainer from your city. You are now a superstar. You now have the possibility of opening up for Beyonce when she comes up out of retirement, opening up for Lady Gaga. I mean, if... Prime example, if you look at Trinity K. Bonet, she is a full around entertainer. You know what I mean? She could work for Miss Beyonce. Miss Aquaria, who you go. Now, if you didn't get Aquaria beforehand and you look at Lady Gaga and you go, oh, bitch makes prime sense. Boom. Okay. That is it. Okay. They are superstars ready to entertain. Now me, honey, I don't want to open up for nobody, honey. I want to open up for my damn show. Okay. Uh, Six million people in crowd. That's what I want. Thank you. Anyway. uh, But the point is, honey, we are superstars. Okay. So once you get in, sis, you are a superstar. So if you don't have a website, build a website. If you don't have merch, build some merch, girl. Clean up your Instagram because production will be looking at that. I mean, there's so many things. Maybe I need to do a whole nother separate podcast just on that. But like clean up your your Instagram, like the whole drunken nights rage photos, girl, clean that up because you know what I mean? If you look at Lady Gaga, she may have started there, bitch, but look at her now, okay? And if you want her money now and not then, then you need to look the part now. In the words of Miss Asia O'Hara, when she was Miss Gay United States, no, she was Miss Gay America. She said, dress for the job that you want, okay? So I'm going to set up, I need to do another video because there's just so much more to tell the kids, but be your most authentic self, be funny, uh, be animated, be, you know, have a story, girl. Okay. This is like television. Okay. So be able to tell a story. Okay. What about your life is interesting. This is the other thing. A lot of people go like, you know, we have 20 questions and you have two minutes. I'm going to tell you, you have less time than that. Okay. Think about it going from level one to level two on an elevator, okay? If RuPaul was in the elevator and you only have from the second floor, sis, what about your introduction, who you are, what about you tells everything of who you are in what, 15, 30 seconds? So that way we're hooked to listen to the next, what, minute and 30, minute and 50. So that's what it is. Be blessed. Pray over your videotape. What is for you is for you. If it's your time to get on, you will get on. If it ain't, it just ain't your season. Reapply next year or just reapply like I did in two years. Girl, I'm just saying, girl, but trust what's for you is for you. Okay. And we'll see you on the other side. Congratulations to all the people who will get on and congratulations for all the people that are on season 13. I mean, we know because the streets talk, but we're not allowed to say that on this podcast because I'm not losing my corporation money. Bye. Okay, y'all. Now, she is fabulous. We just have to just say it. She's a fabulous actress. But Miss Felicity Huffman, you know, the lady who cheated to get her child into college. You know, she spent $15,000, darling. $15,000. Bitch, do you know that you win $10,000 on All Stars if you win the lip sync? So that's an additional $5,000. Do you know what you can do with... $15,000 
$15,000 just so she could... Trash. Anyway, okay, this is the gag, y'all. Felicity Huffman, criminal, right? Because we can, you know, they love to call us criminals, you know, just because we're black. So criminal, because, you know, she actually did a crime, not just for the color of her skin, but more so of the content of her character. Criminal, cute. Uh-huh. She has a new job, y'all. After serving only... <clears throat> only legendary children 14 days in prison. So now she got street cred. Wait a minute, bitch. Like, 14 days? Little Kim spent more time in jail and still ain't fully bounced back. Like, what? 14 days and this bitch is about to be on. <clears throat> Not just UPN. <laughs> Not just CBS. Girl, on ABC. The same company that is owned by Disney. Okay, you remember the Reading Rainbow? No, sir. You remember uh, Little Mermaid? Do you remember uh, the Sleeping Beauty, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Uh, actually, Sleeping Beauty wasn't them. But anyway, they should have made it because it looked a little cheap. But the point is, they put her on prime time once again after 14 days. Now, here you go. Why is it that she, who the world, not just Black folks, not just Latin X folks and Latin folks, not Natives, not Asians, not uh, South Asians, you know, not the whole white folks too was like this raggedy bitch. Because we all know how hard it is, first of all, just to get into college, right? Second of all, if your parents can even help with that much of the tuition, but to just literally have the money just to throw and then to get caught, spend for only 14 days when we remind ourselves that Tanya McDowell, a black mother from Bridgeport, Connecticut, went to prison for five years, legendary children, after enrolling her son in a better school district while she was home. So it seems to me, legendary children, if you have the complexion for the collection, then you seem to have protection. I'm going to say this in the words of Maya Angelou, darling. When people show you, believe them the first time, okay? They are showing you to be quite honest, if I could just be so free, they are showing you that your little rah-ha-ha and down there and, you know, the, 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 the protest, we still do what we want. So what that tells us is that, honey, we still got to fight harder, okay? But we are very, very happy that we got Auntie Kamala in office, boo-boo, okay? Thank you. But Miss Felicity, we're watching, okay? Now, truthfully, I really believe if we really want to make a difference and we really want to let ABC know, not just as Black people, not just as melanated, marginalized people, but I think everybody should boycott the damn show that she's on. What Do I even give it a chance? Like, would they give you a chance? White people, do you have an additional $15,000 just to bump? Do you even have $15,000 now to keep your damn lights on? Like, everybody's getting thrown out of the damn house, okay? So maybe we should take a stance united as the people, because remember the Constitution said, we the people, okay? We, us, all of us, okay? Everybody who is here, hello? And we just united and we showed the White House that we are getting that right together. And I believe we should show this show just as well, that we are united and we are not falling for the bullshit, okay? Thank you and be blessed. Good night. Uh, Lori Loftman, Aunt Becky. That's on Becky, right? <laughs>
Ain't that Becky? Give me some Becky. Ain't that a song about getting head? Uh, Aunt Becky with the cute husband, Mamasimo, girl. He's about to be <clears throat> turned out because he got pretty features, girl. No shade. Lord, help me. Lori Loftman, like, she did lie about it, right? I think she should spend more than three months. And I think that Miss Felicity Hoffman should spend more than 14 days. I really, really do. I think this whole thing of, like, oh, I was wrong. It was bad. I'm sorry. Boom. Like, move on and let me. No, sis. Like, that don't work in the real world. You know what I mean? And, like, you were trying to help your kid in the real world. So, like, no, sis. Like, if we don't sit, get, no. Like, no. Like, all of y'all hoes need to rock together. I don't care. Like, period. Y'all are all trash. Like, what? You are Aunt Becky. You, girl, we cried the episode when you tried to snatch Uncle Jesse up out of the household. Girl, we was wrecked. We really didn't like you then. And now you go, oh, y'all just, oh, I don't even know if it's recyclable, girl. Maybe we could throw some hot bleach on it and call it, you know, just pray on them three times. I don't know. Um... Go to jail, go to jail, go to... And I think, you know, what they need to do is they need to also pay. Honey, like, reparations, first of all, let me also say this. We probably should have said this week one. I think it should be <clears throat> reparations that all Black people go to college for free. Just for the simple fact that y'all denied us a damn education, y'all should give us free. Boom. Now, here we go. Then I think our parents should dig on our ass if we don't want to go. Like, very much like how Black mothers would. Um... But I think they need to pay it back. And I think they should pay it to marginalized communities first and then pro-white folks that can't get in. Boom. So y'all tell me in the comment section how y'all feel about Miss Felicity Huffman getting this new gig and Aunt Becky only spending three months in jail. Okay, but boom, look who showed up on the caller ID from the 90s. It's my good sister. I love her so much. Oh, she, look, first of all, I'm just let y'all know that this black woman who is a black business supports other black people and black businesses. Because every time I have had something, she has been here like, sis, how can I help? And I want to cry right now. Miss Nicole Meyer. Oh, my friend, my friend. How are you? <laughs> I love you so much. I love I'm you. Good. I'm good. How have you been? How's quarantine holding you? Um. Huh. Things are okay. I did recently fall down the stairs. I broke my my ankle, so I'm in a a cast and yeah, that's life right now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was wondering why I wasn't <laughs> seeing them twerking videos no more. I know. It's like what? really depressing. <laughs> like so wait a minute. Tell me again. I wasn't ready for it. So you what happened? Oh, I was uh Coming down the stairs in in a place I've lived for three full years, uh, go up and down the stairs every <gasps> dang day, and I was holding a garment bag with a, a voluptuous dress in it, and the dress said, I don't want this bitch to upstage me, so it slipped out of the garment bag and under my foot, and then my foot slipped, and then my body went down, and then... Uh, Lo and behold, my foot was on backwards and I had to call 911 and <laughs> the EMTs came. They oh were useless. God. I was taken to Glendale Memorial Hospital where I recently oh. wrote a review on Google to let people know that I would rather die on my way to another hospital than go back there. So uh, that's where I'm. I had surgery on Monday, last Monday. So, yeah, things are I love 2020. 
quarantine's fun. This is it for me. <laughs> you, you know, I think, Nicole, first of all, not to say like this is, you know, not horrible, especially after living there for so long. Mm-hmm. But um, one, thank God you don't have the COVID. But two, I think yes. you like made it so far. Like, girl, you were living your best life rollerblading, sis. <laughs> I said she took up a new sport, girl. She was rollerblading and like back in the rolling days, girl. You had rhythm out there, girl. You was doing things. It was cute. <sighs> <sighs> I miss okay. moving. Yeah. Um, can I just ask you a question? Because uh, how did you get into pole dancing? Because one, um, I heard that it's really, really great on the abs. And mm-hmm. two, um, you can do some things. Okay. So <laughs> one, is it like, how do the shoes help you? Like, is it the weight of the foot that you like swing around there? Because when I've done it with like flats, it don't uh-huh. move the same way. No. So like the heels elongate your legs and kind of like perma point them. So it's just like a reminder to permanently point your feet. Uh, Also, it gives a little weight to it. So it's like an extra bit of a workout. And also it's an homage to sex workers. Like I'm not swinging around a pole because I'm like, it's purely for fitness. It's like, I love strippers. I want to emulate strip. No one's going to pay. If I got on a pole at a club, people would be like, I don't know if she deserves my dollar. So it's like I do it at home <sighs> and I fulfill the fantasy. No, of I being- think maybe just in 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 Hollywood, since we got to go back to Atlanta, girl, where they used to the big old girl with the big booty girl. They want, girl, let me tell you this. I went to the strip club one time in Denver. And first of all, it was too damn expensive. I believe it was mm. like $30. And I was like, do we get wings or something like included? <laughs> I was so, you know, and then we walked through and it was some of the laziest stripping I have ever seen. Girl, <laughs> they, they was, it was just like this, just shimmy. Uh-huh. And then girls was doing the white girl twerk where, where it was just more shoulders mm-hmm. where it's than just ass. shoulders. Uh-huh. Yeah, girl. And... And these men was throwing money. And I was so like, what? And then there was this, and I love that they had all different shapes and sizes of mm-hmm. women. Like they had, like for sure you can tell, like she she surely paid for her titties, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there was the lady who had like the, I would say the the boobs from the 90s where they were like full and then they had that little like teardrop kind of like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, those, you know, she gave me like she's a gamer or something and she looked like she had nerds at her table, but I saw 20s. So I was like, girl, make your money, girl. Because she was the only one making money. And then there was this little pretty little thing. And when I tell you, you could tell she was working because you could see the sweat on mm-hmm. her little girl, but she was working and I gave her like $3. You know? I went <laughs> to a strip club in Kansas, met a woman named Foxy. I'll never <sighs> forget Foxy. I... Also, there was nobody at this strip club and it was just me and three of my comedy friends. We were touring during improv. And uh, so during the dances, they would just talk to us. And after they would talk to us, because my etiquette is anybody who's on the stage gets a tip, at least two dollars, not per girl, per song. And no, a lot of people don't, you know, live by that logic. They're idiots. They're rude. So we got a lot of attention because we were, you know, paying their bills for the night. And Foxy said to me, there's three kinds of girls, honey. There's a face girl, 
there's a girl who works the floor. There's a girl who works the pole. And we were like, oh, and what are those? She was like, well, one does pole tricks. That's the pole girl. Floor, she just she's humping the floor. She's twerking. And there's a face girl. She don't got to do nothing for your money. And we were like, what are you, Foxy? And she goes, do I have to explain? Foxy had not done a single trick, but we had given her all our money. <laughs> yeah! And from that day on, I was like, I love strippers. Like, I... I love them so much. That's like truly the only reason why I do it. It's impressive. I need to, you know what? I have this workroom that I'm in, Nicole, and I think I should just, where did you get your stripper pole from? Can I get it on Amazon? Yes. No, do not get it on Amazon. No. Uh, get it from a reputable place. Lupeet is a good pole. x pole is also a very good pole. I'm sure there's more, but those are the two that I know of. Also, my dear friend Veronica can teach you everything you've ever wanted to know. Veronica teaches at Luscious Maven. They also have Zoom classes. She's got this incredible twerk class. My butt has never been rounder. And she breaks it down. You're like alone in your house. Yes, it's on Zoom, but like I just pin her video. Don't worry about nobody else. I just assume nobody else is watching. Um, And I like really just like live my full blown fantasy of being like a video hoe. Like that's all I want. Like, I, I mean, I guess maybe someone would pay me to be a sex worker, but like, I don't know. It's nice to like live the fantasy. I live. I remember that. What, what was it like the not what it was from like the late 80s, early 90s with Luke and then all the way up to like the video Vixen. Do you remember Melissa Ford and Buffy the Body Girl? I remember. No, wait, Buffy <sighs> the Body. Yes, girl. She was this chocolate thing. Girl, honey. Her I gotta look was her up. Look her up, bitch. Her body was ignorant bitch. I remember Superhead. Oh, well, she was just, that's, she had head skills, but not, you know, she just had a regular <laughs> body. Girl, ooh. she had, yes, girl, Buffy the Body. Ooh, was, she got booty, 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 booty. Booty, she was the first girl I ever saw make her booty clap, bitch. I was like, how do you do? I I'm can't. so impressed by it. Like, I feel like people shit on sex workers and strippers, but I'm like, Y'all fuck for free, one, two. They can do incredible things that you can't do. There's one trans queen, I cannot remember her name, but she floats around Twitter every now and again, but she can, like, make her titties clap. And it's so impressive. Yeah, I want to make my own fuck. I want my titties to clap. I'm trying to do it now. It's not working. Do you know how to do the left cheek, right cheek? Um, I can do, yes, but not well. Okay, I cannot master it. I'm like, how do you get the... Okay, whatever. Anyway. You have to, like, kind of... So a good way to learn is to, like, lay in a K on the floor so your legs are kind of, like, overlapping in a K, if you will. Like, almost a split, but not really. And then move the one butt cheek until Uh. you can just do it sitting. Like, I'm doing it now. (laughs) Or with your legs spread on the floor... Because it's like there's already a, a, like a, enough tension and uh-huh. you just kind of move it. Twerking in a split's easier than you think. I love twerking. I miss oh. moving. <laughs> I miss moving. I'm so done with you. I'm so done. Um, also, just shout out to your TV show. Uh, when you were sitting in that Christmas chair and I think they brought you Christmas gifts. It was hysterical. With Thank you. you. Uh, I just love everything you do so much. Okay, now here you go, sis. Have you heard the streets have been talking? Now, you know, gay icon Miss Erica Jane <laughs> is filing for divorce from her husband of 20 years. 
Tom Girardi. Um, okay, he's a prominent lawyer, lawyer in Los Angeles. Okay, but now Erica and Tom are caught in the middle of a different type of lawsuit. The lawsuit claims the two are filing for divorce fraudulently, okay, to protect their money. Now, here we go. Nicole, mm-hmm. if we're married for 20 years, right? I yes. see you in a restaurant. You know, I'm successful. You're like, hey, baby, you want, you know, extra little cream, little sugar. You know what I mean? And I'm like, girl, like, your sweet thing. Like, I'm trying to get with you. And you're like, nah, boo, nah, boo. And then I wear you down slow. We get married. Mm-hmm. And then somebody tries to come for our money. And you say, boo. Let's file for divorce. Uh-huh. We'll hide our money in Switzerland and around uh-huh. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Do you think that this is right? Yes. Yes, I do too. Okay, yeah, good. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, that's my ride or die. Like, we've been through it. We've been 20 years. We've amassed so much money because you're doing scams. Allegedly. Let's protect <laughs> our money with the, the best scam of all, a divorce. <laughs> yeah, I'm I here for it. Because at first... You know, we heard, oh, they're getting a divorce. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, he's 80-something years old. Like, mm-hmm. how you just up and leave a man at 80-something years old? And Yeah, you got to wait out for that death. You know, and two, he has kids older than you. So, you like, how you just going to leave? And, like, her expenses amount are ridiculous. So, I'm like, wait a minute. And then we hear, oh. They trying to come for his money. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I think it's right. I would do it. White people have done it all the time. And I, I just feel like that's a ride or die chick. Like, mm-hmm. I just really do. That is ride or die. Yeah. And here you go. For people who are listening who don't know what ride or die means, it's a term pegged from um, the gangster lifestyle, dope boys. <laughs> and that's what it is, right? You So a dope boy, you know, had a girl and, like, if somebody tried to steal, you know, steal from them, ride, uh, whatever, like, rob them or whatever, like, you either running or you're going to ride or you're going to die with me, babe. And she'd be like, babe, I'm riding with you. Or if somebody tried to fight your man, she'd be like, uh-uh. And then she whoop <laughs> their ass. <laughs> Bitch, that's a ride or die chick. Now, the problem is, sir, when you get home, you got to live with the fact that everybody knows that they saw her whoop that man's ass and <laughs> you got your ass whooped. But, you know, ride or die. <laughs> I love that you're educating the whites. <laughs> you know you what you know to. who your audience is. You know who's we have listening to, look, to we podcasts. Know, okay. Okay. That part. Okay. If mine was called expeditiously, we still would know who's listening to the podcast. Okay. That part. <laughs> Bitch. All right, girl. Ride or die. And you know the reality is is. I think, you know, for the white people in the room, they be like, bitch, I'm a rider that ch-. You really are. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a fight with your man right before he go to work and then you stop because you know he got to have his mind right, like Monique said, like, that's ride or die because you know he got to make this paper. So you be like, mm-hmm. boo, I'm with you. If you meet him on his lunch break to give him a little Oreo fixation, you know what <laughs> I mean? That's a ride or die chick. She's like, you got tension and I need your head to be clear, you mm-hmm. know? Husbands, if you out there and you do the same thing, that is ride or die, okay? Lovely. (laughs) I wish my man would just come home. Can I tell you this one story, Nicole, where I felt like I was a ride or die chick? There was an Uber driver. Mm -hmm. It was like 5 o'clock in the morning, and I was at this dude's house who I thought I was going to get some of his kibbles and bits. 
find out there was this other dude at the house who got his kibbles and bits. And I'm like, oh, well, bitch, I'm going home. So I get in the Uber and it was this beautiful, like, um, Persian man. He was just gorgeous, girl. His name was Sammy. Mm-hmm. I will never forget it, girl. And I was like, Sammy? I was like, what? Like, just everything about his accent in the nose just said, that's not saying, okay, whatever. Right? But it was a Toyota Camry, right? And he goes, have you had a, a a lovely evening? I was like, yes. Like, it's, you're loud, though. I was like, can you take me to the quick trip? So I got the two for two, two hot dogs and a bag of chips, 285. Mm-hmm. I get back in the car. And then, you know, maybe I shouldn't tell this story on the air. Anyway, one thing led to another. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you all the details, girl, because. You can't be telling all your business. Yeah, I can't be telling all my business anything. This is the point. The point is he got my kibbles in bed. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as like that old fateful moment happened, his his phone had ding and he had a new ride. And he was like, well, I guess I need to go um, get this ride and go make this money real quick. And I was mm-hmm. like, Sammy, I felt like I was his his wife for the night. It, it felt romantic. I love it. <laughs> I, that's all. I mean, I'm just trying to be a wife for the night at this point. Oh, boy. <laughs> OK, talking about a wife for the night in crazy love relationships. Summer Walker, have you heard this, sis? Summer Walker showed on Instagram her baby bump and her baby daddy, who is like given the fabulous producer, London on the track. Now, here you go. For weeks and weeks, she denied that she was pregnant. And then she comes out and says that London on the track is her baby daddy and that her baby daddy is trash, right? Then mm-hmm. she she does. She talks about how he don't take none of his kids, da-da-da-da-da. Now, here you go. If you have been with someone, Nicole, right? We've mm-hmm. been together 20 years, right? We got all this embezzlement money, right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> Embezzle? Uh-huh. Embezzle? Um, so we got all this 20 years of this embezzlement money, right? You know I don't take care of my kids or whatever. Would you knowingly lay down and have a kid with me? I mean, me personally, no. I don't want kids regardless of the situation. <sighs> but like, I feel like Summer Walker came out with that album. It's an incredible fucking album. And then Amazing. she was like, I'm not I'm not going to do anything else again. She was like, the, I think her tour was called The Last Tour. She right. talks about how she don't want to meet nobody. Right. She's like, she's a private person or whatever. Like, she takes, you know, selfies in a regular ass bathroom. Uh, I think she just, I don't know. I think maybe she's maybe, you know, getting some material for a second album. I mean, this is what, here you go. Because that's what it, well, she did say that later out. Oh, she did? Um, She did come out and say, uh, she did. She came out in a later post and said, um, you know, like, fuck the whole situation. Fuck his baby. Because his baby mamas came out and started to speak against her as well. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, you know what I mean? And so she's like, fuck the whole situation. I'm going to just, you know, have my baby, write me another album, collect my millions and be on my merry way. And she spelled <laughs> Mary wrong. She spelled M-A-R-Y. Oh, yeah, God um, bless her heart. Right. Um, but I just feel like she talked about her, the generational, I'm going to say, cycle in her life where like her grandfather, her father, and now her baby father, like have not been good men. And I go, I don't know, like, if you had language to say that, like, I don't know, like, don't drag him online if you know mm-hmm. he's trash, if you know what you was getting into when you got into it. I do think hindsight's twenty twenty. And also, if this man, this man produced it, like her album is truly top to bottom incredible. It was one of my favorite albums. It really is. Like, it's just, it's good. So Body I think it's like. Body is on repeat. 
the whole thing. I can oh. listen to the album just over and over and over again. And I think oh, it's good. like when you collaborate with someone like that, like that's a different level of intimacy. And I think you can get hoodwinked. I think you could get, you know, swept yeah, up I in like it. Yeah, I like that. I like that language, hoodwink, because I do think music and good dick or music and good mm-hmm. sex will do it to you, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're so vulnerable. I don't know. I just go like, when she got up there and she talked about the cycle and you just have another one and you're like, no, sis, like, ouch. So anyway, I just hope, this is what we want to speak life into the situation, right? Mm-hmm. We want to speak one, Summer Walker, uh, Continue to deal with your uh, the cycle and break it so you can be the best mom that you can be. Mm-hmm. And uh, may God send a lovely individual to be a good guiding light and a father if London on the track ain't going to be nothing but the trash that he has proven he is. Amen. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wait, Moni, can I just say it's 1122. You're in a full beat. I can't. This is wild. Yeah, girl. It's my little Tiana Taylor. I'm sad about Tiana Taylor quitting music. I would quit, too, because here you go. She got shaded. Kanye, like, her project was amazing. Issues and Hold On, so good. Uh, mm-hmm. A Rose from Harlem, so good. Uh, um, who's Gonna Love Me or Who's Gonna Hold Me or something like that, so good. Three Way was the only song I was like, I, ooh, girl, it just made my spirit feel weird. <laughs> and it wasn't the fact of, like, a three-way. It was the fact of, like, I was like, I don't want to hear this! Also, because her man is delicious and I want me to be the third. Um, anyway... Uh, cause he is fine, like mm-hmm. D'Angelo, fine girl. Like, can we talk about D'Angelo? When was the last time Where he went he back? Where he went? And- I th- I think D'Angelo felt the pressures of being a sex symbol and like gained weight and maybe became an alcoholic. <laughs> I but I also might be making this up. Okay, I was I the I heard that the second album after Voodoo didn't do that good or something like that and. Mm-hmm. Girl, all I'm going to say, they now, industry, no, I don't know about industry. The people on the deep state say that he put a little witchcraft on an album. That's why it was successful. And he mm-hmm. put none on the second one after that. And that's why that one didn't work. <laughs> so, because I ain't going to lie, girl. Do you remember? How does, does it, it feel? How does it feel? And then, ooh, the camera got lower and lower. Girl, and lower, say, and lower, ooh, and lower. a little bit more. And then they'd say, sorry, we have standards and practices. Girl, you can't see that dick. It was like the V-lines was like right here. And so it was like, good. if the bass was here, it was like right above it, bitch. It was Ugh, just like. So good. Girl, that video. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Tiana Taylor, like I said, I think she should. It's hard because here you go. Music, no one's making money in music unless you're touring, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And then if you're touring, but you're not really doing big venues, and Tiana Taylor truly is a huge slept-on star. Um, to me personally, I think it's because her voice and her look didn't cross over to pop markets. That's yeah, because she's is. black and they didn't want to... She's a dark-skinned black woman with short hair and they didn't want to put money behind her. That that part. Period. It's like a lot of good R&B. They don't want to put money behind and like promote. Do you know Seven Streeter? No, who's this? Seven Streeter is, she is this beautiful, I mean, chocolate, chocolate. She's beautiful anyway, right? She's gorgeous. But then she's like chocolate, because I hate when people say she's uh, beautiful because she's chocolate, you know what I mean? So I just want to mm-hmm. be very, very clear. Educating the people in the room, you want to say they're beautiful and they're luscious and chocolateness, okay? Lovely. Okay. Um, 
she's gorgeous and deep. She's a major, major writer, but they sleep on her and they never actually give her the push. She had, what was her big hit a few, oh my gosh, I'm horrible with names. The only thing I'm thinking of right now is Consideration. She has, uh, I think she has a song called The Peace Sign where she's like, you have my legs thrown up the peace sign. She has another mm-hmm. song called Old School, Old School, where she kind of takes like um, 90s R&B song titles mm-hmm. and make them into a song. So it's like... Oh. I just found um, her. I'm going to listen to yeah, her. This bums me a, out. A, a, amazing. Like, she's another one. And it's crazy because last week we talked about Justin Bieber, um who, you know, said that his album was an R&B album. Here's and the that thing. was his girl. You submit to award shows. So he submitted his album in the pop category. <laughs> so I don't understand why he's like, I submitted this in the pop category. I can't believe you nominated me in the pop category. It's confusing to me. It would be like me, like, I don't, It would, like I submitted for the Emmys. It would be insane if I was like, I can't believe you nominated me. It was, I submitted. Thank you. Yeah, my manager Say thank you and move on. The the team, like your team submits for you. And so it's crazy. I would just say like, when we listen, I I was saying this to somebody and they were like, you know, art and and music really doesn't, it's colorless and it's genderless and da, 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 da. And I go, okay, cute. Why is it that pop music from the 80s and 90s and now looks like the same? However, if we look at R&B music, it don't. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like the only people who are getting airtime and played in rotation are those that are very, very fair skin, lighter skin, or racially yes. ambiguous. Yes. And so it's just like trash, girl. How do you feel about the Grammys and uh, huh. everybody calling them out, girl? Huh. The weekend's funny. <laughs> girl. I mean, but in his defense, I mean, like, it's an award show in the grand scheme of things, like, I don't know. It's like, it's an award show. Move on. But like, he has had the biggest songs of this year. So for him not to be nominated is fully insane. And then that like, no, like, I don't want to talk shit, but like the Cyrus, the Noah being the best new artist. I'm like, hasn't she been around for years? Can we just turn it off, please? Just (laughs) where's the off button, girl? It's so nuts. I like, also I have this like playlist of these, like, it's called High Maintenance because I don't have Spotify. It's the High Maintenance playlist on um, what? Apple Music. I don't understand Spotify. Oh. So what? I was just like, there's so many artists on there that are so good that I'm like, why aren't they nominated? But then I, I guess they don't have like, I guess you have to have a studio album to be nominated. Like I'm obsessed with Brie Runaway right now. Like uh. she, her mixtape is so fucking good. And then there's this girl I really like named Rhea... Rina Sawama. <gasps> oh, no, 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 no. She's the, the Japanese think... English girl. Yeah, it's like... Sharina Samayama. She is That's the hottest... She is the pop artist of the year. She She's had so good. the pop... And I was like, how was she not nominated? I was... Trash. It was just so confusing. Hold Trash. on. Let me tell you who else I like. I... <laughs> we're just talking about... Also, I'm a little disappointed with Miley's album. I liked all the singles she released and I don't like the album. I want to be like a fan. Mm-hmm. So hard. You know, <laughs> I do. I really do. And maybe I should just go listen to her again. I listened to it and I was like, mm, okay. 
Rico Nasty's new album's great. Yola's great. But Yola didn't have a new album this year. I mean, Chloe and Haley don't get enough playtime. Oh, girl, now here you go. I don't know if they are Suki Hana's at- so fucking funny. She's great. She you should listen to Suki is, Hana. She, I, I, she, look, I love her. I, I have a love, like, oh, and I want to fight her. Flo, I don't know Flo Millie. You don't uh, fucking know Flo Millie? No. You gotta listen to Flo Millie. Her lyrics are funny. And she's like, the way she spits is so fun. Wait, is that the English girl? No, that I think you're thinking of. She's the uh, one like, you you wake up in the morning and you you don't brush your teeth, son. Yeah, that's somebody else. And I cannot brush think of teeth. who it's that is right now. Teeth. The brush your teeth. Um, brush your teeth. Brush your I teeth. I like the little Asian girl who goes, something, something, rain girl, make it rain girl, make it, make it, make it rain. <laughs> that one I don't know. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to house music lately. Oh, see, I'm not a house music lady. Girl, it just gives me that, like, church vibe. So I feel like I'm back at home and I get to, like, pooch across the floor, honey, and be like, ow. (laughs) Do you like Lucky Dave? I don't know who that is. Oh, he has a song called Roll Some Mo. Oh. Oh, girl, it is so good. Do you know who Bia is? B-I-A? I think I'm saying her name right. She's great, too. Oh, okay. How about you do this? Yeah. Can you just send me that playlist? Yes, I can. Number? Yeah, girl. Just send me, like, I need some new music. You know what I've been listening to, girl? I'm, I go to the gym and I listen to musical scores at the gym, girl. I, just I love like, it. Ugh, I feel such like a, a, a manly man, girl. My body's coming in, girl. <laughs> and I've been trying to do good so I can get this six-pack, girl. And I'm going to start thirst-trapping, girl. Ooh, okay. But I'm not going I'm not going to get an OnlyFans because the Lord has paid the rent, so I'm good. <laughs> but I might start one. Tell me this. I have pretty feet, and I think I might start an OnlyFans for, like, feet. Because yeah, when I did, photo, I did a photo, I did a I'm serious. My sister's laughing at me. I did a photo, <clears throat> a photo shoot, and I didn't have shoes to match, so I did the whole, like, Vogue editorial barefoot. Mm-hmm. And then I posted it, and I did it in the grid. Like, kind of posting. And so one, like, square was just my feet. And the comments mm-hmm. were like, oh, my gosh, such beautiful feet. They were like, you put this up here for free. We would have paid for this. They were yeah. like, yeah, we would have paid. And I was yes. like. <sighs> Charge people $5 a month to look at your feet. Ooh. Why not? I, like, I I love OnlyFans specifically because you can, like, in Patreon, like, you can charge people to see something that maybe you're like, I don't, I don't want to put my feet out all the time. But if I'll put out, I'll put them out once a day if you'd like to see them. Yeah. Maybe I can do an alt account too. So I'll get like, not a Monique Hart OnlyFans. Well, you know, my mom's is not going to get on OnlyFans. So I, I don't mean, have nothing to worry nothing about. There's nothing wrong with OnlyFans. I think it's there's nice. nothing wrong, girl. I just get nervous. Look, I'm from the 90s and my mother was a crazy, charismatic woman who was like, whatever you do, I'm going to find out. And I'm going to mm-hmm. say 85% mm-hmm. of the stuff. She did. So the reason I never had sex with a woman because I was always afraid my mother would catch me as soon as I had insertion into the vagina <laughs> and the rapture would happen, girl, and I would be stuck here. And I found <laughs> these I found these feet pics. You do have nice feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, why'd you delete all your Instagram pictures? Um, because oh, I was trying to show like I had evolved and I had grown. And, you know, all of that stuff because I just got tired of just being 
the black girl who had like I got I got tired of people hearing, oh my god, you're glow up. Like up uh, girl. Mm. Like people you know get I mean? stuck on the past a lot. They do. And everything is wild. It's wild. And the only reason I truly slightly lean in the brown cow is because it's slightly lucrative. <laughs> oh, I mean, you got to do what you got to do for, uh, you know, to get paid or whatever. You know, but I but... follow, uh, I guess, Jeremy Carey, uh, a.k.a. Fifi O'Hara on Twitter, and mm-hmm. people still bring up shit that's happened. And I was like, Fifi has not been on Drag Race in like t- five years, five six years. years. Yeah. A long time. Like, let it go. It's so crazy. And I think that it's so new for people and people get so invested and they have so many opinions. Like before, um, I know that I'll be coming on your podcast, Drag Her. Oh, right? Is it Drag Her or no? Yeah, drag, it's Drag Her. Drag Her. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, to talk about drag moments. And earlier today we talked about, um, I've had a lot of people write me about like, girl, I'm auditioning. What should I do? And there are so many like things because- Do you know these people? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's one girl. I love her. Her name is Lux Noir. Shout out to Lux uh, Noir. We- I love her. She's so puss, girl. She's, she's so cute. I love her. And she's so luscious and dark. And I mean... Yes. What? Oh, ooh, just even and dark. I'm not even... Uh, people who are listening, my skin tone isn't even. I have hyperpigmentation and vitiligo. So when you just see someone even skin tone and then just black and beautiful bitch Mm -hmm. i'm like wait what's her instagram uh, lux noir london and it's lux with two x two two x's yes yes uh i i said as soon as you get the call girl let me know honey and i would make sure um yeah her and i've had a few other people and then you know people that'll be like what's up and it's so many things because they're looking at um so many different like things to fit the show. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, once you get there, you do what you do. And the crazy thing is you evolve during the show. However, you brought what you brought. You have nothing else to change. And so that's it. And then people just get stuck and they go, oh, you're just this. And you go, Mm -hmm. "Uh, trash. Okay, let me ask you this. (laughs) As a woman, as a woman earlier, Christy Teigen, Mr. John's Legends wife, Mr. We're just ordinary people. people. Girl, that video, I used to watch it on Yahoo Music. You it's remember such that? a good song. I like to drive uh, around and cry. Yes, girl, have all the emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Chrissy Teigen is fighting to normalize uh, formula. So she sent out a thread of tweets this week asking for people to normalize breastfeeding using uh, baby formula. Um, and she said she experienced so much stress to her breastfeeding her baby and the challenges of not producing enough milk. So she started using formula and she said the outpour of just mothers and non-mothers just dragging her, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this. As a dude, one, we should never be telling what a woman should do with her body, right? That mm-hmm. at all. Um, but I do think that formula is normal. And I like I grew up around mothers like you know you, you your mother sends you to the day the babysitter or whatever and she had a baby mm-hmm. she got a baby on her titty plus like formula on the stove like i just never knew that it wasn't so since when is it not a mm-hmm. a part of raising a child like what 
I mean, I guess people just don't know how to mind their own fucking business. That what hard. somebody feeds their baby is none. Truly, it it doesn't affect your life. That also, hard. I feel like there's been so many studies that show that formula is just as nutritious and they get all the vitamins and shit as breast milk. And you don't know the trauma that someone's been through. Maybe the baby doesn't latch to their breast. Do you want that baby to fucking starve? Like maybe maybe the baby eats so much that you literally cannot continue producing milk for that it. Part. Would you want that baby to cry all night because you are not going to give it formula? That's that fucked part. up. I nannied for a very long time, and when I nannied, uh, we did a combination of breast milk and uh, mm-hmm. and formula. And there were some weeks where, like, sometimes there wasn't breast milk because yeah. she just wasn't lactating. And I didn't say, "Oh my god, how dare you." What are you giving your fuck? And the kid is great. Like the kid is grown up. He's fabulous. He's he's smart. He's wonderful. It did not affect this little idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like the kid is go fuck your. Everyone needs to like just mind their own fucking business. Oh my god! And the kid is great. That was the best part. He's fabulous. It's so true. I'm learning time. I'm learning time. All right, this week on I'm Learning Things, we have a dear, <laughs> we have our dear special guest, Nicole Byer, and we're learning things about her. Now, she already told us about how she's handling the COVID and everything of 2020. Mm. She says, I miss moving. I really do. <laughs> so, sis, how was it working on the movie Bad Hair? Such a fabulous cast. Tell us all about it. It was very fun. I auditioned for Robin Thede's part to uh-huh. work in the salon. Yes. Um, and then I did not get that part. Uh, I got a different part, which is very, it's always very fun when you go to an audition. They're like, we don't, we're not going to give you what you came in for. There's something else. And you're like, oh, yay. Thank you. Um, but Justin <sighs> was really great. Um, I don't know if I had met him before that. I don't think so. But he's Truly incredibly fabulous. I love him. He was a dream to work with. He let me improvise so much. So uh, I'm only in, truly, You'll if you blink, you'll miss me, which is fine because uh, the movie just had a lot of elements to it. Mm-hmm. But um, the first scene I'm in, I'm just like this nosy neighbor. And that was like mostly scripted with just like a little Nicole-isms in there. But then my second scene fully improvised and half my line is off camera because I just kept talking (laughs) and he kept it in and then when we were doing ADR he was just like you gave me so much fun stuff to play with it was just really I I appreciate like it was a small part but like Justin made me feel like I was important and uh that to me feels incredible and it truly like uh uh magnified that there are no small parts you know, because it was mm-hmm. like people were like, I saw Nicole in it. You were so funny. This, that and the other. Da, da, da. I want to see you do more, which is nicer than like, oh, you were in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, it was fabulous. But accurate. Very, very that. Um, your podcast. Why won't you date me? Yes. Um, covers your dating life. So how are you navigating dating in 2020? Oh, well, um, January, February, beginning of March. Oh. This bitch was slinging pussy and slinging dick everywhere. I was just hopping to and fro. And then lockdown <laughs> happened. And I was like, surely this will be over in a couple of weeks. And I'll be back out there. 
fucking <laughs> pussy clapping on some dicks. And then it, it we're still here almost a year later. And I've done one FaceTime date. It did not go well. So I'm I'm just not doing it right now. And then also I broke my ankle. So I'm like, what am I going to hobble out to a park? Girl, to like, be so cute. <laughs> no, no. Imagine like hobbling. He would be able to run away so fast. And that's not what I want. I want to get to the location and then trap them. Do you know what I mean? You can't oh, trap if you can't walk. <gasps> oh, true. Very, very true. Very, very true. Very. <laughs> so what bad. if you throw like a lasso and just. <laughs> Bring him Bitch, in. I can't. Okay, I have a scooter, a little rolly scooter with my knee that I that I lean on. I I I would fall down, and then I'd be so sad. Just be like, I fell down trying to catch a man. This is so on brand. It's sick. No. Okay, I think we're gonna do a GoFundMe so we can get you a hover rail. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted one, though. I didn't want nothing to be wrong with my legs, but I thought that was the jazziest shit ever, bitch. Oh, my gosh. When the old ladies used to fall out in church and they'd be slain in the spirit, I would just go sit and just try. Really? When people yes, used girl. to fall out, at, so, like, they didn't fall out in my church. They used to fall out in my grandma's church. Uh-huh. And I remember the first time it happened, I very calmly looked at my mother and I was like, is everyone passing away? Like, I was so confused. And then I, I, ugh. I miss church a lot. And I was just like on Instagram last night. I got into this like church choir hall. But I was like, what I don't miss is like people speaking in tongues because I don't know if it's real. <laughs> yeah, girl. Very valid, girl. Very, very valid. You and the like, service was so no. damn long. Be like yeah, three out. We have to praise for three out. We're tuckered out. And now I got to sit and eat with these people. I want to go home. Here you go. So at white churches, right, if it's just a regular service and if they're like charismatic, they'll do like 45 minutes to 60 minutes of like worship, yes. right? And if they're really, really jazzed up, uh-huh. bro, they'll give you an hour and a half and do a 30 uh-huh. minute speech and then send you home, you know, in uh-huh. time for dinner, girl. Very bad. Okay. One more question. Is this one more question. <clears throat> so you released your first book this year. Hashtag very fat, very brave. Tell us about it, sis. Okay, so it's the that's the abbreviated version of the book. The full version of the book is hashtag very fat, hashtag very brave. The brave girl's guide to no, the fat girl's guide to being brave and not a melancholy down in the dumps weeping fat girl in a bikini. And I wrote, <laughs> and the title used to be the fat girl's guide to being brave and not suicidal in a bikini. But then they were like, you can't have the word suicide in a humor book. People will think you're making fun of suicide. And I was like, I'm literally squatting in a bikini on the cover of the book. Like, do they think it's like, what do, what what would you infer? I don't know. But we changed it. Um, it's truly just a self-help guide on how to uh, feel better as a, a fatter woman or person who wears, a person who wears bikinis. You don't have to just be a woman. But like, just to like, feel good about your body, but also there's very little (laughs) things to help you because I want you to understand that like you don't need help to feel better in your body. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of pictures of me. So I'm just tricking you into (laughs) looking at pictures of me. It's honestly, I did not think someone like would buy the proposal. Somebody did. And I was like, Oh boy, I gotta write a book now. But um, that being said, it's a fabulous coffee table book. Babies like it because it's filled with color and I look like a cartoon. Um, And it's like a good conversation piece to be like, 
uh, what do you think about fat women in, you know, revealing outfits? And then you mm-hmm. get to see how your friends are uh, awful. I when we when I did your makeup that one that first time and that's uh, that really glammed up look. Yes. And um, but I think that was before. Yeah, because I don't know if it was it was cold it, then. It yes. was cold then. No, no, no. I was saying it was cold then because I remember you had taken off your shirt and you were just so you were like, girl, it's just a body. Um, and I <laughs> yeah. was just like, and I was just trying to cover just because of boobs, not, you know, whatever. You were like, mm-hmm. girl, it's just a body. It's just, it's just connected. <laughs> and then I think by that time, the summer had come and so it warmed up. And then like all of these photos of you just, you know, on the pole or just whatever. And I was just like, Nicole is so like in two pieces, like just so confident mm-hmm. and comfortable. And I was just like, as someone who I am very, very body conscious because I was so big and then mm-hmm. I lost weight specifically. Like, I can tell you the man that I lost weight for. Um, mm. And so I lost weight fast. I have loose skin. And so just the complex, just body dysmorphia of the body complexes um, and knowing how queer people are just about, or gay men are about bodies mm-hmm. and just seeing you just so free. It is just so like, girl, I'm in a two-piece now. Yes, you are. And you look fucking good. And I'm sure you looked good before. <laughs> like, I, I just think yeah. everyone is beautiful to somebody and you're also ugly to somebody. And then the thing I hold near and dear to my heart is if somebody says something to me negatively, positively, whatever, that means I'm really powerful. I affected someone's day that they couldn't live without saying something to me, whether it's mm. nasty or not, especially Ooh. if it's nasty. It's like, you saw something that you didn't understand and didn't know if you liked or not. So you just went negative because that's like human nature. Mm-hmm. But that's pos- like I like I, I did that. I did that. It wasn't the world. It wasn't the tree over there. Me, my body made you stop. That's crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> you, crazy. You're, you're going to think about me for days and I'll never think about you again. Boom. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Boom. it's it's so wild. So Boom. like anybody who's like scared to wear shit, I'm like, why? Children dress in capes and cowboy boots and bikinis and will go to Target like that. <laughs> yes. And people will be like, oh, that little kid looks wild. And guess what? They don't give a shit because it made them happy looking in the mirror. When does that change? Yes. When so do we true. stop dressing for ourselves and we start dressing for society? That's insane. When do we stop just like I love talking to like when I talk to customer service people, I try to make them laugh because I'm like, everyone sucks and everyone's rude and everyone blames you for what's wrong. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, why don't we try to make other people smile or make ourselves mm-hmm. smile? I don't know. Same. But also, I'm not the most positive person. I like sound like I'm like, oh, my God, hippie, dippy positivity. I'll Same, also girl. cut a bitch down and trip somebody in the street. Very <laughs> true, girl. Very true. I think it was my sister for a reason. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Nicole, I don't want to hold you anymore. It was such a wonderful blessing having you here and just chit-chatting with you. It was so freaking good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. I, I moved, so as soon as you can walk, I moved to Palm Springs. Girl, come visit me, please. I got three three bedrooms. Monique, you have to send me your address because I, I yes. am obsessed with interior design and yes. like houses right now. So yes. please send me your address. I want to see everything. I'm okay, so, congratulations. Sure. Yes, thank you. You have to come, girl. I have an orange tree. It makes the most amazing, like, just orange juice, orange margaritas. Aren't good. Honestly, so I good. have to wait until next year because it's my right foot. I can't drive. <laughs> I'm trapped in my house. <laughs> uh, well, 
Anyway, sis, it was so okay. great chatting with you. Thank you so I much. I love you. Be blessed. Love you. Bye, Bye. darling. Girl, now it's your time. I would love to introduce our call and response part of the show. Find a friend. Each week, I will be asking you a question, and I want to hear how you feel, what you think, and how you get down. Hi, Monique. This is Courtney, and I want to tell you about my favorite holiday food combinations. I absolutely love stuffing. My family makes me a vegetarian version every year, and I have to have three servings of it. It's my favorite thing. I love the relish that my cousin makes. It's a cranberry relish and he mixes in orange peels. It's really, really tangy with a little bit of sugar, of course, to smooth it out. It's such a balance between the savory richness of the stuffing and like the fresh, vibrant cranberry sauce or relish, I'm sorry. It's so good. I'm looking forward to that again. I live, honey. She like you can tell she liked to eat. She said, it's so good. You just heard like her inner fat girl just in her throat, just so good. Anyway, can we say that? Not fat shaming, but just, you know, just just it just sounds like you just got good eating, sis. Just good eating in the neighborhood. That's all. Hey Monique, this is Brad. Uh I'm proud to say that I am a KMC kind of a guy. That's right. Ketchup with my mac and cheese. And you know what? It's good. Are we five, girl? And you're only supposed to put ketchup on like... Girl, the last time I put ketchup on macaroni and cheese, it was the Kraft Blue Blocks. <laughs> the, the Blue Box, girl, not the Blue Blocks. The Blue Box. You know that macaroni and cheese. It was good with the powdered sugar, but not the real kind. Girl, Big Mama would just fight her at the dinner table, girl. Hi, Monique. It's Nelson. I tried those kale candy canes you recommended, and they were pretty good. Okay, so we had somebody said that they tried the kale candy cane. Cute for you. I feel like you're trying to give me, like, a little health tip, like, like you maybe need to lose some weight, Monique. I feel like you're trying to shade me right now in the comment section, but it's cute. Uh, just please drop the link so I can try them as well. Thank you. All right, family, the time has come for you to do what? Submit your questions in about Drag Race auditions, okay? If you have any questions about the auditioning process, you want a little advice, a little ooh-ah-ooh, let me know. Send your voice memos to the email in the description box. Honey, I'll listen to them and give you my best advice so we can get you casted so you can be one of the what? Rue Girl Sisters. It's a fabulous time, girl. You probably have the best time of your life, okay? So, you have a question about the auditioning process? You're auditioning? Submit, and I will get back to you. All right, family, this was so much fun on this episode three of Keeping It Real. I'm so excited that you all tuned in. I was so happy to have my special guest, my sister, Miss Nicole Byer, just cutting it up with her is always a blast. Please make sure to tell your friends, your family members, your loved ones to subscribe and listen to Ace of Hearts every week here on HeadGum. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. I love you all. Be blessed. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.